This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. The referendum on enshrining an Indigenous voice to Parliament into Australia's constitution is coming at us rather quickly. So this episode of Squeeze Shortcuts, we thought we'd step away from the headlines of the day to get to know two of the most prominent people of the campaign. From the no side, Jacinta Nampajinpa-Price. And from the yes campaign, Noel Pearson. Squeeze Shortcuts is your backstory to the big news stories. I'm Alex Tai. And I'm Claire Kimball. Jacinta Nampajinpa-Price and Noel Pearson are two of the most notable people in this campaign, Claire. Both are Indigenous Australians and they have very differing views about the proposition that's being put at this referendum. So we thought that Squizzers would like to know a little bit more about them. And let's start with Jacinta Price. So where is she from? Price was born in Darwin in the Northern Territory. Her father is of Anglo-Celtic descent and her mother is Indigenous. Uh, Price tells the story that her mum was born under a tree and with her family background, Price talks a lot about being a Walpiri Celtic Australian. Price also talks about her mother being subjected to domestic violence when she was a younger woman, and it's something that Price returns to a lot when talking about her family. Yeah, that's right. So Price moved to Alice Springs as a kid and completed her schooling there. She's also talked about the violence that affected her family in that town. Uh, in her first speech to Parliament, uh, she spoke about showing one of her colleagues around her town, and she says, and this is the quote, I don't know where else in a Australia, a federal member of parliament, can provide a tour of the numerous places that direct family members have been violently murdered or died of alcohol abuse, suicide or alcohol-related accidents. Mm, That is just really awful and traumatic stuff. So Price is in Alice Springs. She has three kids herself with her high school sweetheart. That relationship ends. Then in subsequent relationships, she herself experiences domestic violence. Yeah, and during all that period, of course, with all of that family upheaval and trauma, um, she had a stint as a rapper. At one point, she used the name Sassy J. She also released an album called Drive River, and that was done with the help of a man who is now her husband. Uh, He was a Scottish travelling musician. And his name is Colin Lilly. Anyway, that gets us to the early 2010s. In 2015, Price was elected to the Alice Springs Council, and it was during this time that she started to build up a national political profile. Yeah, exactly, and a profile on the conservative side of politics. She started writing opinion pieces for the Australian newspaper, and she also was a regular on Sky News. And it's notable that she's not from the left because, of course, a lot of Indigenous campaigners are on the more progressive side of politics. Not all of them, though, because we are a many and varied community, um, but she is on that conservative side. And she said, and this is the quote, I've been turning the tables on the left for years. So here she is building up this public profile as someone who, in her words, likes to take on the left. She also did some work for the Centre for Independent Studies, which is a libertarian think tank. So again, the conservative side of politics. 
And at the same time, she is setting her political sights on bigger roles. Yeah, so she ran in 2019 in the federal election for a seat in the House of Reps. That was for the country Liberal Party, which is the coalition party in the Northern Territory. She lost that to Labor. Um, Labor has held that seat of Lingiari since it was created in 2001. And in 2022, so last year, she ran as a candidate for the Senate for the CLP. She won one of the Northern Territories, two spots in the Senate. And we won't get into the ins and outs of the country Liberal Party's internal politics that were at play that put her first on the ticket. That would need a whole separate podcast. But (laughs) suffice to say, she came up through the party and now she is in Canberra. Yeah, exactly. And she's only really just got to Canberra. Um, And then along comes this voice referendum, which she has been opposed to since before she entered the parliament. Um, And let's just rewind to earlier this year when Dutton appointed Price to be the shadow minister for Indigenous Australians. Uh, It made her one of the most prominent Indigenous spokespeople for the No campaign. And during this campaign, she is the spokeswoman for Fair Australia, which is an arm of a conservative lobby group called Advance. Yeah, and probably the speech to point to is one that she made to the press club in Canberra just last week. Uh, She made some points that really are the key tenets of the no case, um, generally that we don't know enough about the voice proposal. But she also made some points that got a lot of attention in the media. Um, That included taking many Indigenous rights campaigns and bodies to task. Um, She says that they, and this is the quote, demonise colonial settlement in its entirety and nurture a national self-loathing about the foundations of modern Australian achievement. So that was one statement, along with others in the speech, that the Indigenous Australians Minister Linda Burney said was offensive. Her fellow no campaigner, Warren Mundine, also disagrees with her on many of those points. And look, Claire, this is the very, very broad strokes overview of her rapid rise through the political scene and through this campaign. So we can't get into everything. All right. Next up, one of our biggest voices for the Yes campaign, Noel Pearson. Claire, while Jacinta Price came up through politics, Noel Pearson isn't an elected official. He is a lawyer. And he was born in Cooktown, Queensland, and grew up on a church mission. Yeah, so Cooktown, of course, is way, way up north in Queensland, and he's the youngest of five brothers and one sister. Uh, He tells stories about sharing one bed with all of his brothers when he was a kid. Uh, He also said that when he was in year four, after a presentation day, his principal singled him out and said um, that he would, this is the quote, eat his hat if little Noel Pearson didn't end up going to (laughs) university. And in Pearson's telling, neither of his parents would have even known what a university was. And on Pearson's family, his great-grandfather survived, this is Pearson's words, the near annihilation of his people during a gold rush in the 1870s. Pearson's great-grandfather's son, so Pearson's grandfather, he was taken from his father when he was young, and the same thing happened to Pearson's grandmother. She was also a stolen child. Yeah, he also had great-uncles who served in World War One and World War Two, and he talks about those uncles returning to Australia and not being treated as citizens uh, in the country that they were fighting for. So that's all part of Noel Pearson's background as he heads off to university. Yes, university. He did make it. That school principal did 
not have to eat his hat. So Noel Pearson went to the University of Sydney, where he first graduated with an honours in history. Yeah, and around that time his father died, so Pearson went back to the mission, which was no longer a mission. The church had left and Pearson was elected as a leader of his community as a council member. So that was when Pearson was 25, around 1990. Uh, After that, he went back to the University of Sydney to study law. And it was during that law degree that he co-founded the Cape York Land Council and became an advocate for land rights for Indigenous Australians. Yeah, and that's a good segue to a bit of context about what was happening at that time. In 1992, the High Court made its very famous Mabo decision, which recognised the existence of ongoing native title in Australia. And after that decision, the government at the time, which was led by Paul Keating, passed the Native Title Act, which put down these legal processes for Indigenous applicants to have their native title rights recognised. And Noel Pearson was right there with his legal background as one of the 21 members of the Indigenous negotiating team helping to draft that act. From there, Pearson has held leadership positions relating to various Indigenous policy and leadership bodies. And one time to note in particular was in 2007, when Pearson was one of the key voices advocating for the Northern Territory intervention. Yeah, so just to remind Squizzes what that was, that was the Howard government's reach, really, to take significant control over many aspects of the daily lives of residents of 73 remote communities in the Northern Territory. It followed a report from the Northern Territory government, which said that there was rampant child sexual abuse and violence in those communities. The report's authors wanted community-led responses, but then Prime Minister John Howard declared a national emergency and Pearson backed that approach. And he was also very involved at that time in the discussions about the best use of welfare to help rather than hinder Indigenous people and entrenching poverty in Indigenous communities. At the same time, Pearson was also advocating for the recognition of Indigenous Australians in the Constitution. He wrote a big letter to John Howard advocating for that, and John Howard agreed. And it was one of the election promises that Howard took into the 2007 vote. Now, spoiler alert, Howard did not win, and Pearson was upset that the new PM at the time, Kevin Rudd, wasn't as committed to constitutional recognition. Yeah, and that really was the beginning of a conversation around recognition. Uh, Julia Gillard, when she was Prime Minister, she set up an expert panel to look at how to best give constitutional recognition to Australia's Indigenous people, and that report kicked off a series of committees and processes and councils that happened over the next decade, and Pearson contributed to a lot of those. Those reports and discussions and councils ultimately led to the Uluru Statement from the Heart, which called for a voice to Parliament. And for his work, Pearson was awarded the Sydney Peace Prize back in 2022, alongside some of the other architects of The Voice. Yep, he's been recognised for that work. And when it comes to this campaign, Pearson has been one of the most vocal proponents of The Voice as a mechanism for Indigenous Australians to take responsibility and control over their own communities. And this is what he said in a speech in August. Um, This is the message of The Voice. By having a voice, we will be responsible responsible for closing the gap. We will be as responsible as the government for the results. With power will come responsibility. 
And Pearson is also the guy in the campaign who is doing a lot of heavy lifting when it comes to pushing back against some of the claims from the No case. So you'll be seeing him doing quite a bit of that as we head towards the 14th of October. And that is your shortcut to Jacinta Nampajin Paprice and Noel Pearson. Now onto our recommendations. Claire, just a quick couple of recommendations for us for things to watch. Yeah, a couple of things to note. So we've got links to Price's Press Club speech that we talked about a bit earlier. Um, also from a lecture from Noel Pearson, it's the boy election that was from last year. So there's good snapshots into these people's views in their own words. Those links will be in the episode notes. And that is it for us. If you like what you heard, please tell people about the podcast. And if you have any requests, you can send them through to hello at thesquiz.com.au. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Kate Watson, co-host of News Club and The Weekly Wrap, jumping in here to say thank you for listening to our podcasts first and foremost. And if you like them, we'd really appreciate it if you could share them. Tell your mates about us. Tell your family. Tell your barista. Tell your hairdresser. Whoever you think might be interested in the news that we cover. You telling people about us is still the number one way we grow. Thanks in advance.